This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. I'm on the phone line today with John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. John, what are we seeing on the grain markets today after the WASD report released at the end of last week and the markets closed yesterday for the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday? Yeah, we started the night a little bit on the softer side, probably focused on that Chinese GDP data. And then the possible, you know, the thought too that Chinese population actually declined for the first time and, you know, basically since 1960. So that kind of, I think, had the market a little bit defensive. But we've come off those lows. We're now starting to trade higher. In fact, March corn futures pushing about a nickel higher right now, pulling soybeans with it as well. We're still watching that South American weather, what's going on with Argentina continues to stay in the news. And then also some of the delays in terms of harvest that are hitting some of those early uh, soybeans in Brazil. We did see an export sale announcement for U.S. beans this morning, again, just kind of showing that need for beans. And if those, those southern supplies are not there, they're turning to U.S. shores. So we'll see how the day closes. We're fighting through a lot of resistance right now over top this area. We got that end of the year high on the March, about 685 on, on corn. That's going to be a key spot. If we can get through there, they could open up the charts a little bit to the upside. But at least we're seeing a little bit of buying strength here to start the week. John, that's very interesting that you mentioned about China's population, and we've seen all of the turmoil caused by COVID there. Are we just in a waiting pattern then to learn more news from China over these next few days as we try to kind of figure out what the situation is there? You know, realistically, of the two bigger headlines there, the GDP data in terms of their growth rate being down around 3%, actually below 3% for the fourth quarter, might be the biggest concern in terms of the immediate impact on the markets. You know, that just comes down to, you know, what could be their demand side of the equation, you know, compared to where they were just a handful of years ago. That's obviously reflective of the COVID lockdowns. There's a little bit more optimism now that they're trying to come out of those situations, even though they, they're seeing flare-up in cases. But, you know, that's something we got to keep an eye on. Now, the longer term, the population side, too, that's just something that could be a market dynamic. But that's going to be many, many years down the road. It's an interesting headline right now at this time frame. Uh, but again, just maybe a picture that, you know, things could be changing uh, over the long haul uh, down the, in terms of that Chinese demand. So we'll have to watch it. Again, it's all about growth. Uh, you know, concerns about global recession, things of those nature, probably weighed on the market a little bit overnight last night. Again, with those GDP data, if we see some growth starting to fire back up, that's going to be friendly to the commodity sector as China may step in the market and be more aggressive as a commodity buyer. John, on the other side of the ag markets, what's the story with the livestock market so far today? You know, I've been a little worried about the cattle market for a, a good week or so here now. Just has been looking tired and cash trade last week was flat, a little bit softer. So we're seeing a little bit of profit come out of the cattle market. Still well supported, still like the uptrend, but, you know, we can't stay at the top end of the range all the time. So we're drifting back to the bottom end of the range. So we're seeing some selling pressure on both lives and feeders. Feeders obviously still reflecting to the stronger corn market at the same time here. You know, so again, I think we're still in an uptrend here, but just a window maybe we're taking a little bit of pause and some money's moving to the sidelines in that cattle market. Going over to hogs, though, maybe we're getting some rebound. We've had a, a, a rough selling stretch. April hogs are down 10 out of 11 days before Friday's little turn higher. Getting a little foul through there. Now we need to see if the fundamentals can support that, at least at this time frame, and give us some better cash or some better retail values. That is John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. John, how can our listeners get in touch for more information? Yeah, feel free to give me a call at 800-334-9779 or shoot me an email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. And again, don't forget about that website of ours, totalfarmmarketing.com. Love to talk with anybody. Feel free to give us, give us a, a, a quick ring. Uh, it doesn't cost anything to ask questions.
John, thanks so much for the time. Have a great day. Sounds good. Have a great week. That was John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. It is time now for a check of the midday numbers. At midday, March corn is up five even at 680 even. New crop December corn up four even at 602 and a half. May soybeans up two and a quarter at 1529 and a half. New crop November soybeans down two even at 1391 even. May soybean meal up 80 cents at 463 even. Soybean oil for May up 56 cents at 63.46. Chicago wheat up two even at 754 even. Minneapolis wheat down one and a half at 904 and a half. And Kansas hard red wheat up three and a quarter at 843 and a half. May oats up six and three quarters at 365 and a half. On the Merck, live cattle for February down a dollar twenty-five at one fifty-six forty-seven. January feeder cattle down a dollar fifty-five at one seventy-nine seventy. Lean hogs for February down fifty-five cents at seventy-eight ten. Pork cutout for February down twelve cents at eighty-six seventy-five. Class three milk for January unchanged at nineteen forty-six. This has been the midday market report. I'm Mark Magnuson. Stay tuned for the closing markets later today with Riley Smith as he will talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa. Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.